Hey guys, welcome to the misadventures of the young adult. I'm your host, Doreen. On this bonus episode, we're going to be talking about my creative journey, so basically how I got into all that I'm doing right now. I'm going to give you guys a little bit of advice on what you should and shouldn't do, and any awesome tips that I can give to anyone who's aspiring to join the creative field. So, please, stay tuned. Hey guys, what's up? What's up? It's been another whole month since my last bonus episode, so I'm coming at you guys with this one, and I really hope all of you love it. And yeah, I've been, I've been, how have I been? I've been tired, yo. <laughs> I've been tired. My dating life has been crazy. It's like for my close friends, you know that, oof. Yeah, things have not been hunky-dory on my end, but, but, um, you know, life's good, life's great, um, I'm studying, still in university, I haven't dropped out yet, that's definitely a woo-woo, <laughs> but yeah, um, life's, life's pretty good, actually, you guys, and, um, if you want, yo, hit me up, let's talk, let's talk, tell me how you guys have been for the past month, you know, your shortcomings, your longcomings, if that's a thing, and yeah. So for this bonus episode, I was just thinking, yo, um, a lot of people ask me, you know, how did you get into all that you're doing right now? So I know I've written about bits and pieces of my journey on my blog, and and like if you ask me in person or you text me, I mean, I'm willing to tell you my story. But I guess you know, let me just give you guys a whole long four one one about everything and everything, and the reason I'm not in some things and the reason I am in some things. So I think I'll start with the reasons I'm not in certain things. So. Um, everyone usually asks me why I don't, I don't have a YouTube channel or, you know, why I don't get into certain branches like modeling, influencing. And to be honest, I feel like if you get into too many things, you might burn out. And especially if you're someone who like really strives for excellence and you, you want to do something, you want to do like your absolute best and you want to really like level up and be up there with all the other top dogs, you know, you got to really put in a lot, a lot of effort. And it's not the effort part that I... I'm like, you know, I mean, of course I'd put effort. It's the burnout part that, you know, worries me the most because, yeah, because even currently while I'm recording this, I am behind on my blog and my photos and I'm planning to catch up this week. So guys, don't, don't, don't shoot me, please. (laughs) But yeah, I've just been so busy with school and whatever. So I didn't manage to find my balance, but yeah, so I'm thinking if I had like YouTubing on top of that, that'd have been like hectic. And if I had, um, oh, what's this thing in my bob? If I had influencing or modeling or whatever on top and top, it's like, there's so much of me that's been given out that, you know, too tired to even, like, enjoy my successes. So I guess that's kind of why. But, like, yeah, let's jump into my creative journey. So ever since I was a little kid, I've always, I've always loved, um something that was like non-academic um i tried drawing things that sucked so bad um so i kind of had to drop it like even if i really wanted to pursue it like there's no way like i'm just terrible you guys (laughs) but um music came along um growing up i actually grew up playing the piano um but i didn't like it so i dropped it and i picked up guitar instead and with guitar i kind of stuck with it and even with that musical journey um I was really into indie and alternative, so those kind of songs are really easy to play along to and figure out the chords, so I started to do that. I also started to play at the worst 
in the worship team at my old school before I changed to boarding school. So basically, music was always something that was integrated into me. So I always describe music as one of the ventures or the parts of it's a part of me that I have that I don't really give off to because one, yo, producing music is difficult. Like it's hard. Like damn. <laughs> And at the same time, a lot of the music that I like, I like to keep it personal. And I also feel like when I share my music with other people, it's personal because it's like not everyone gets a piece or gets to see that side of me. And like a lot of the times, and I'm just like, oh yeah, I play all these instruments. I do this, I do that. Everyone's like, oh my gosh, what? And I'm like, yeah, and when I do play and whatever, I feel like it's more special. Not that people who do it like all the time, it's not special, but I feel like it's their thing. But music's my thing, but it's like my private thing, you know? And like for them, it's music's their thing, but it's their public thing. So it kind of levels out like that. So currently, as we speak, um, I can play a lot of instruments, um, including voice. So I do sing. I'm a very shy singer, actually. Um, but I play acoustic guitar, bass guitar, electric guitar. Well, I'm learning electric. I'm not like top notch, but yeah, definitely learning. I, I feel like I suck right now, but you know, you have, you have to suck before you become good at <laughs> something. Um, yeah, I can play, a I still play the piano a little, a little bit, and um, I play the drums too, because um, if you play bass, it's usually advised that you know how to play the drums generally, so I had to take a couple of lessons, and yeah, so that's, so that's music for me, so music's like my private little thing that I'm really good at, that I don't think I'll ever like really be out there like, listen to my music, like I don't, I don't see myself doing that, but yeah. Um, blogging, how I got into blogging. So, uh, I kind of accidentally stumbled into blogging. Like, it wasn't something that I had done premeditatively. Because I did know one blogger, um, who was from my school, Wango. And I saw his blog, and I was like, he's really good. Like, he's a really good writer. And just generally, like, people just loved interacting with him. And, you know, I was just thinking to myself, like, you know, I, I saw him, and I saw, like, his success. And then I was just like, um, I could possibly try it, but then I didn't really have um, a direction for it. I was just like, let me hop on this bandwagon and then I'll leave kind of deal. But then after I got on the bandwagon and I started writing and people started responding and I realized I actually really enjoyed it. And I really liked the fact that I could just like type something up, put it out there and people could just like read it, resonate with it, you know, and interact with me. It was like, oh, this is kind of cool. And the whole idea that I could share my stories in writing and, like, not just, like, little story shorts, like, on Instagram or on Facebook, but, like, actual, like, you can read through the whole thing, you can archive it, you can refer back to it later. Like, it's not, like, a post-post. It's, like, it's, like, a part of my story kind of deal. And I always found that really cool about blogging. So I started blogging 2017, like, June, I should believe. And I've stuck to it till 2019, um, and it's been an interesting journey, I would have to say, because it's opened up a lot of parts of me that I didn't really know I had, and, you know, it's made me a little bit more of an open and understanding person, because I've been open and honest about my journey through different times in my life, because um, I shared about, like, my sexual abuse, I shared about um, my life as a... I Okay, I did share about, like, some things I shared that I took down because I realized, you know... I had changed my mind or my opinion. But yeah, so apart from like my... Like I also talked about like my porn addiction. I talked about some of the relationships that I've been in that weren't so great. I talked about... I was, yeah, so I've just opened up my life in a way that I never thought I could open up. And 
yeah, it's really, I feel like it's really given me a voice that I'd never really knew I needed. Because, I mean, it's like, because I feel like a lot of people are like, but not a lot of people read blogs these days. But, like, I feel like the more important people in my life have taken the time to read my blog and, like, have seen what I have to say, and they give me mad respect for it. And I feel like that, that at the end of the day is really enough for me, you know? And then if a couple of strangers do stumble upon my blog and they do read it and they're, like, they get moved, and, like, that too is, like, just, like, a, it's just, like, an effect. And I guess that's really great, you know? Yeah. Um, podcasting, how I got into this, uh, running away from a YouTube channel, essentially. <laughs> Anyone who knows how I got into this podcast knows that it was me. This was, this was my scapegoat for YouTubing. I knew that I wanted to talk to people and I had a lot to say, but I didn't really feel that I had a channel. I didn't want to do a YouTube channel, like, because it was like, oh my gosh, no. Like, for me, I feel like it's kind of cringy for me. But then now everyone's seen, like, if you follow my Instagram, you'd see that I've made two videos for, one, for my class called Creative Content Development. And um, people absolutely, like, love them. They're like, oh, my gosh, please, please, you need to do more of these. And I'm just like, yo, do you know how many arms and legs I had to pull to pull this off? Like, it's a lot of effort. Ah. But, yeah, with podcasting, I just got into it because I became a really avid listener end of last year. And I was just like, yo, I could totally do this. I found a platform that supported it. And I was like, yo, game. I'm game. I'm going to do this. And I'm going to see it through till the end. And here we are. I'm about to start season two in about a month. And um, it it's interesting. like, Because now it's more of unfiltered. Not that my blog is filtered, it's more unfiltered in the sense that I can say more and you can hear the tone of voice, my intonations, and it's not so monotonous, so to speak. So I feel in that sense, it's a little bit more interesting, a bit more fun as well. And yeah, that's kind of why I got into podcasting and why I've kind of stuck with it because it's something new and it's really outside my comfort zone because I know that I do tend to have a good narrational voice, but (laughs) I'm very shy about it. Like ask anyone, I'm so shy about it. Um, yeah, so photography, how I got into photography was basically when I was younger, um, I used to always love taking pictures. I used to always like, like I would, I would take pictures because my mom had a lot of cameras, like those like really old compact film cameras. So you'd have to get like it developed and whatever. So she had a lot of those and, you know, I would jumped on that bandwagon for some time and I only really got serious with it in 2016, end of 2016 when I left high school. Cause I was like, yo, this is totally awesome. I could totally be a photographer, but little did I know that, you know, photography isn't just like about, cause at the time I just thought it was just take a picture, post it, pray people like it. And then now it's more about, you know, if you look at my picture, what's the story you can see? Like, who, like, when I take portraitures, like, who is this person? What's their story? What's their deal? And can I relate, you know? Or can I not relate? Or am I provoked to think about it kind of deal? Or um, how I, like, take different pictures of places. And I'm just like, yo, look at this world that I live in. Look at, like, look at the world in my lens. Like, this is what I see. And this is what I find beautiful or interesting or provocative or just stuff like that, like, like, that's the whole approach to photography that I learned to have over time. But, yeah, so it just started as a little Instagram page, and I just started little by little. And then after that, I was just like, yo, this is a really big part of me, and I really love it. So now it's just, yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm actually going to archive a lot of my old pictures on, on DMT photos. So, yeah, I mean, you should probably see or go visit 
it before I do all of that. I'll probably put a link in the in the description so you guys can go check out my photography Instagram and that'll be fun. Woo! <laughs> um so yeah, those are basically all my creative endeavors that I do share. Oh, poetry. But I think poetry also falls into writing. And that one is in its own little special section. I've always written poetry. It's kind of my escape from being a rapper. Thank God I did not become a rapper. Because that's, that's effort that I feel that I don't have. <laughs> and yeah, so poetry is like how I express emotions. Um, a lot of people don't know this. Or a lot of people do know this. I have, Because I think I've told a substantial amount of people. Is that I don't produce a lot of tears. Because I've got dry eye. And so I usually have to find other ways of emotional release. So poetry is one of my ways of emotional release. It's a way for me to like think through situations and really discover different things about myself that I didn't really know or like opinions that I had that I felt that I could never really express in a more like dialogue setting. But like with poetry, you kind of have to think metaphorically, you know, symbolically, and you know, you got to have like use your imagination so like pushes you to draw upon the knowledge that you do have and then present it in a way that's like so people can like understand it like in a way that they probably never understood it before so yeah that's poetry with me i started poetry in like 2012 and i've stuck with it ever since i still write poetry now not as frequently as i would like but it's definitely something that i haven't let die down yet so yeah, you can also catch my poems on my website in the section called Poems or Poetry. Um, I'll, yeah. <laughs> so I'll put the link to my website as well so you can see everything that I'm talking about. So you guys know a little bit about my story and my journey in like all the areas of my creativity. But um, I feel it's also important to give people advice. I mean, because uh, since I do so much, sometimes people kind of fall short in asking me, like, what... I should or shouldn't do and like I know a lot of people ask me about YouTube because for some odd reason I'm well vested in like how to, how YouTube works so yeah but I won't answer about YouTube if you want to know more please go back to season one and listen to what Nyemba had to say about it and I think it should be episode seven of season one she talked extensively about her YouTube channel and what YouTubing um, is to her so I guess she's the better person to ask about that but yeah, so in general, when you're a creative and you're creating this kind of content, um, it's hard because a lot of people are doing it, essentially. You're not the only musician. You're not the only poet. You're not the only blogger. You're not the only photographer. Obviously, there are like almost 8 billion people on this planet. So it would kind of be naive to think that, oh, I'm the only one. Like, they get a grip of yourself. <laughs> um. So what's important is to really find what makes you an individual, your individual, your individualism. I say this because a lot of the times people would want to try and copy other people. And I understand that sometimes, you know, you imitate and then you create your own, like you find, like you copy someone's sound or like type of sound and then you kind of make it your own like that, that, yo, that that's how like music works most times. So it's you take you can take that approach to it. But I would also want to just say that. You know, you really enjoy something when it's really 100% yourself, like 100% your story or 100% your vision or whatever. Because I feel like a lot of times people kind of get into it and they, they lose their authenticity because they want to jump on trends. And they when then they jump on those trends, you know, they kind of lose themselves to those trends. I'm not saying that you shouldn't jump on trends. I'm just saying that don't lose yourself to the trends. Be your own person. 
and you know love yourself enough to put your art and your work first you know and then and if that and if the art and your work you're doing is you know I want to jump on these trends and do these challenges or you know want to do this or do that I mean by all means by all means but never forget who you are where you're from why you're doing certain things that you're doing and yeah so don't forget who you are where you came from and I feel that that will really help you stay grounded that helps that's helped me stay grounded in the sense that a lot of the times that I'm sharing my stories you know it's always like a reflection back of what happened before and so when I'm when I'm reading through my past posts my past poems it's like you know it's um, it's me like I can see me in this you know and it's like yay <laughs> um yeah, in some genres, it's kind of hard, I can say. Like, music, it's a bit hard, especially, like, if you're someone, like, who does, who does covers, you know. But, like, make those covers your own. Like, I was talking to um, someone special. <laughs> I told you my, my, my dating life's booming. And she told, and then she told me, oh, you should totally sing, like, whatever. And I was just like, I, like, I was like, I am not at that level yet. And then she told me, um, you know, make it your own. Like, it doesn't matter. Just make it your own. And I was like, oh. That's totally true. I could literally just make this my own, like, you know, my own little vibe. And it would it would work out, basically. So, yeah. Individualism, guys. Please, please, please. Be individualistic. And, you know, you know, love yourself enough to want to... And love yourself enough and your ideas enough to think that they can go somewhere. Yeah. Another thing I would have to say is don't fall into the trap of buying followers, likes, or comments. Don't do that. Because the thing is... We we can people can tell. I have one friend, well not friend, I know this one person who goes to my uni and on Instagram she's got like thirty K, right? She's got like thirty K followers, but then the likes do not correlate. I feel like if you have like thirty K, you should be getting within like the five to ten K range in terms of likes, you know? And then what so it's like you get suspicious kind of deal because it's just like you've got and then when when i like a picture of hers or like you see the comments you can also see like how like they're generated comments or like some of the comments are just so off like oh my goodness um that's such a nice burger but then like it's a picture of her like sitting on the beach with her friends like it's what like there's like no yeah so you can because these are like bots so you can tell like you know someone bought their followers someone bought their likes someone bought their comments so I would just say just stay stay clear away from that road of of buying. I feel like that draws away from your art and draws away from you as a person because I feel like it kind of emulates that you feel like you're not good enough. That I feel like with a lot of hard work and perseverance, you will find your crowd, you will find your center, and people will jump on your bandwagon if they see someone that they, you know they can relate to or someone whose content they like. And yeah, I mean, not everyone's gonna like your content. But that doesn't mean, like, you got to compromise to the point, like, you know, I need to just hype myself up, buy these followers, and, you know, all of the, yeah, don't, don't do that, don't, don't. Or, like, I had this other friend who had, like, let's say, she had, like, 600 and something followers, and then there's this one picture she posted that got, like, 2k likes, and we're like, okay, yeah, we know you bought your likes, boy. <laughs> Especially since her previous posts would only get, like, between 100 to 300 likes, so it was just like, mmm, mmm, fishy. <laughs> But like yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, you guys, is this thing on Instagram called the Shark Puppet? I love it. 
It's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. But yes. <laughs> um, I digress. But I feel like that would probably be the two biggest things I would advise you to do is, yeah, in the, stay individualistic, love, and second thing is loving your art enough and trusting it enough to know that it will do well no matter what. You know, it'll do well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think a third piece of advice that I can give you as we come towards the end of this bonus episode, um, a third piece of advice that I can give you is um, don't give up. I would say if it's something you're passionate about, something you love, something that really brings a lot of joy to you, don't give up on it. And I have another friend, um, actually was on this podcast, Tehila. I always ask him about like, sometimes just he, he talks to me about like his numbers for music, like, like how many people listen and whatever. And then he's just like, you know, sometimes I know a lot of people might not listen to my music, but the point is that there are people who I know that no matter what, they will support and love what I do. And that's enough for me, you know, and that's that's and that's like why he keeps pushing. It's that I mean, if he does make the big leagues and ends up with like the biggest names in music, I mean, yeah, he's happy. But at the end of the day, he wants authentic people to love what he's doing. And, I, and that really spoke to me because a lot of the times I'm one person who really does look at the numbers, who really is like, oh, my gosh, people aren't liking this. Oh, my gosh, people aren't jumping on this. What do I need to do? What do I need to change? And when he told me that, I was just like, you know, if, if 10 people love what I'm doing and they will support what I'm doing, that should really be enough for me to want to push on. And then more people might join. Some people might leave, too. But the point is... As long as, you know, the people who I who do and support me through and through are still there for me. Like that that in itself, that's enough. And that is that should be enough for you too. You mean you might have you might be starting like a YouTube channel or whatever. And like you might have like 10 subscribers. If those subscribers are loyal to you, best believe you're still going to have the greatest YouTube experience as opposed to people who have, who might have millions and and, you know, aren't really happy with, you know, what they have, you know. But, yeah. So, just to conclude, um, for starters, I really hope that you like the new theme music. I worked really hard on it. And, yeah, it <laughs> it took a lot of time. And I hope you also love the new cover art. Not much has changed about it, but it's still kind of new and I like it. Um, also, hey, I just hope you have a blessed day. And... Come September, I'll be dropping the trailer for season two, and I really, really hope that you will love it. I've been preparing, and I hope your anticipation is really high, and your expectations are kind of high too. It's going to be good. It's going to be great. But otherwise, yo, God bless. Have an awesome month of August, and I'll see y'all in a month. Hey, let's keep in touch. Uh, you can follow me on my social media, um, Instagram and Twitter. Share the same username, and that is at Doreen MT. So that is at underscore D O R E E N underscore M T underscore. Or you can also email me at the misadventures, yeah, at gmail.com. So that is T H E M I S A D V E N T U R E S Y A at gmail.com. I'm totally looking forward to interacting with you.
If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave me a comment, drop me a rating, but most of all, subscribe on whatever platform you're listening on.